Due to the graphic nature of this content, listener discretion is advised. So we are continuing on the Dean Allen Coral case. We have covered his earlier life, his time in the military, and him coming back to the candy company. And now we are going and divulging into uh, David Owen Brooks. So what we do know is that after closing the candy company, he did, of course, become an uh, electrician at the Houston Lighting Power Company, where he tested re- electrical relay systems, and he worked in his employment until the day of his death, till he was murdered. So, um, you guys, you gotta remember that he had took a shining to younger, the younger males, and that who had worked in the candy company. He actually had like a lounge set up for them in the back of the com- of the um, facility, the factory, for those said teenage boys. And he took a young David Al David Owen Brooks underneath his wing. So David Owen Brooks, what do we know about this kid? That he was twelve years old when he met Dean, and that he was actually one of those uh, one of his one of his accomplices who brought some of his own friends to be slaughtered by Dean. And also had a sexual relationship with him in his budding years. Um, as you could hear in the first podcast, we we're kind of joking about him being like the first sugar baby, pun intended. But yeah. Uh, so we're going to get into the murders. When we get into the murders, I mean, just no disrespect towards the victims and or or, and or family members. As we are simply just relaying the case. I'm getting my information from Wikipedia, Murderpedia, and other um, news articles that I found on the web. So, here we go. Between 1970 and 1973, Coral was known to have killed a minimum of 28 victims. All of his victims were males aged 13 to 20, the majority of whom were in the mid-teens. Um, most victims were abducted from Houston Heights, which then they were in low-income neighborhood northwest of North North town houston with most abductions he was assisted by either both one or his two accomplices so david owen brooks and almer wayne henley several victims were replaced in one of carl's uh, accomplices were individuals from whom carl had himself become acquainted acquainted with prior before their abduction and murder the other okay um The other victims, so the two victims that he uh, murdered, their names were Billy Bulch and Gregory Malley Winkle. They were both former employees of the Coral Candy Company, so they worked with Dean, and unfortunately their lives were taken away by him as well. Coral's victims were usually lured into either one or two of the vehicles that he owned, which was a Ford Ecoline van or a Plymouth GTX, or sometimes... A 1969 Chevrolet Corvette, Corvette, which he had been known to have purchased for Brooks in early 1971. Um, how he got that car, guys, is that he, uh, it's coming up soon. So you'll see or you'll hear. He was uh, known. The, the enticement was typically an offer to a party or to get a ride from from them. The victim who would be driven to Coral's house. Once at the house, 
The youth would be supplied with alcohol and or other drugs until they passed out, tricking them into donning handcuffs, aka the the handcuff trick, or simply just grabbing them by force. They were then stripped nude and tied to either coral's bed or usually a plywood torture board, which was regularly hung on the wall. Once manacled, the victims would be then sexually assaulted, beaten, tortured, and sometimes, after several days, killed by strangulation or shooting with a 22 caliber pistol. Their bodies were then tied with a plastic sheeting, like a tarp, um, or like one of those paint covers, um, then buried in one of the four places. Um, a rented boat shed, a beach on Bolivar, uh, the Boliviar Peninsula. My bad, I cannot read. Rich, I cannot read today, guys. And or near a woodland, uh, a woodland near Lake Sam Rayburn, where Coral's family had owned a log site, a lakeside log cabin, or a beach in Jefferson Jefferson County. See, so I I, got, I can't talk right, guys. It's like, um, you know, I just want to have a Okay, so during the years where he abducted and murdered his, vic- his victims, Coral often changed addresses. Just so they would, I guess, avoid suspicion, like who he was going, what to what house. However, he it was until he moved to Pasadena in the spring of 1973, where he always had lived close to Houston Heights. So he always lived near the Heights because the Heights were his hunting grounds. And another thing, like I said, in comparison to Gacy, that Gacy had took from Dean Coral was the handcuff trick and or um, like the strangulations with ligatures and stuffing of the underwear in the mouth but as to where Dean Coral did it was to suffocate them where Gacy was doing it to keep the liquids from draining out when they were decomposing in his cellar right so his first known murders were um, Jeffrey Conan Coral killed his first known victim, an 18-year-old college freshman named Jeffrey Conan, on September 25, 1970. Conan vanished while hitchhiking with another student from the University of Texas to his parents' home in Houston. He was then dropped off at the corner of Westheimer Road and South Voss Road near Uptown area of Houston. Dean likely offered Conan a lift to his home, which Conan evidently um, accepted. At the time of his disappearance, Coral lived in an apartment on Yorktown Street, which was near the intersection of Westheimer Road. So he just like picked this kid up and um did what he did. So Brooks had led to um led police to Conan's body. On August tenth, the body was buried um in Highland High Island Beach. So this is August 10th, 1973. The forensic scientists subsequently deduced that the youth had died of asphyxiation caused by manual strangulation and a cloth rag that had been placed in his mouth. The body was found buried beneath a large boulder covered with a layer of lime. So there's another thing, guys. Lime helps uh, decomp faster. Like, going, yeah, helps the body decomp faster when you pour lime on it. Um... He was wrapped in plastic, naked, and found bound hand and foot with a nylon cord, suggesting he had been violated. So, about the time during Conan's murder, uh, Brooks interrupted Coral in an act of sexually assaulting two teenage boys from whom Coral had strapped to a four-poster bed. Coral promised Brooks 
a car in order for in return for a silence so this is where the corvette comes into play brooks walked in on coral assaulting two boys and then he bribed him with a car coral later told brooks that he had killed the two youths and offers him offered him 200 dollars for any boy he could lure to coral's apartment so it was 200 per body on December 13, 1970, Brooks lured a 14-year-old, two 14-year-old Spring Branch youths named James Glass and Danny Yates away from a religious rally held in Houston Heights to a Coral's Yorktown apartment. Glass was an acquaintance of Brooks, who at Brooks' behest had previously visited Coral's address, so they pretty much were acquainted with Coral at the same time. Um, both youths were then tied to the opposite beds of, uh, opposite sides of the torture board, subsequently raped and strangled, and buried in a boat shed where he had rented in November on November seventeenth. There was an electrical cord with alligator clips attached to each end that was buried alongside Yates' body, so he was pretty much just tortured to death. Six weeks after the double murder of Glass and Yates on January thirtieth, nineteen seventy one. Brooks and Coral counted two teenage boys, uh, brothers, Donald and Jerry Waldrop, walking towards their parents' home. The Waldrop brothers had been driven to their friend's home by their father, who had plans to discuss forming a bowling league and had begun walking home after leaning, learning that their friend was not at home. So both boys were both enticed into um, Coral's van and had driven to the apartment. He had rented on Magnum Road, where they were raped, tortured, strangled, and subsequently buried in the boat shed. Between March and May 71, he abducted three victims, all who lived in Houston Heights, and all whom were buried towards the rear of, of the rented boat shed. Each of these abductions, Brooks was known to have been a participant. One of these victims, 15-year-old Randall Harvey, was last seen by his family on the afternoon of March 9th, cycling towards Oak Forest, where he had worked part-time as a gas station attendant. Harvey was then driven to Coral's Magnum Road apartment where he was subsequently shot by a in the head by a 22 caliber pistol. The two other victims, 13-year-old David Helligeist and 16-year-old Gregory Mallywinkle, were both abducted and killed together on the afternoon of May 29th, 1971. So, the documentary I was watching on Disney Plus, um, they were speaking with uh relatives of David Hillegeist and Mally Winkle and these two boys did not run away they were suggesting that they ran away they did not run away these boys were going to a local community swimming pool they had swimming trunks on they were barefoot you know where could they just take off and run to you know which is really upsetting and disturbing knowing that they were just plucked off the street Okay, so as been in the case of the parents of the other victims, a quarrel, both sets of parents launched a frantic search for their sons. One of the youth voluntarily posted um, posters that the parents had made, offering monetary rewards informa- about information leading to the boys' whereabouts. So the person that was helping hanging up posters was actually one of Coral's um, accomplices. At the time, that was 15-year-old Elmer Wayne Henley. He was a friend. He was actually a friend of David Hillegeist. And that was really kind of a bold, you know, asshole move of the kid, knowing that he knew what happened to these kids. And he was pretending to help. Like, he was concerned. 
DLC. So, he, Brooks was in doing this a lot of other shit, and with Henley, they were both, you know, like, helping quarrel with the uh, with the abductions and murders he they abducted um a 17 year old named reuben watson haney has haney and reuben was a friend of brooks as well so brooks persuaded brooks persuaded reuben to uh attend a party and he was then you know subsequently strangled and buried in a boat shed so it was like he didn't waste any time he just went for the kill after he thought they were good and ready. It was 1971, Coral moved to another apartment on the Heights. Brooks later stated that he had assisted Coral on the abduction and murder of two youths during that time. Coral resided at this address, including one who, uh, one youth who was killed just before Wayne Henley uh, came into the picture. So it was just Brooks and Coral at the same at, for like the while before Elmer Wayne Henley got involved. So. It was just a um, a free for all for them. It was like more like a, fr- a frenzy. They were just taking kids off the street, you know. There's two. Uh, well, there's like victim. Uh, out of all the victims, most of them have been identified except one, and they believe that one to be. Um, one Bobby French, but there are, there's no um, susta- substantial evidence that it might be him because they're still looking for, you know, DNA in the system that they might pop up as a missing persons or someone mis- related to the mis- to the to the unknown unidentified victim. So we're getting into the participation of Elmer Wayne Henley. And this is where we're gonna end tonight, kitties. Um, I knew, I know, I said I was gonna end it tonight, but or today, but um, almost likely get into it later on this this evening because it's gonna be more of like a like a gacy. It's gonna be like a, a multi-parter because it's getting in there. What we don't know is uh, what led up to the participation of. Wayne Henley and how Coral was then murdered by one of his accomplices. So there's a bunch of stuff going on here. And there's actually another zinger thrown into there. So we'll see from there. But guys, you guys have a good night. I'm gonna go ahead and end this here and we'll continue on in the later hours so stay safe wear a mask and have a good night bye